Did you set the house on fire? Did you get your sister pregnant? Did you sell your grandma's kidney just for fun? You're a menace, you're a bastard, you're a son of a bitch. What is the worst thing? Worst thing? Worst thing you ever done? Worst thing you've ever done? Hey, welcome home! Thank you. Ladies, gents, it's Alyssa August back Again. with her, um, second. her second time. They call that a sequel. Some good sequels I will tell you about right now. Ghostbusters. Yes. That's actually a threequel. And Batman Returns. And The Godfather. Oh, I hear your Which, cat. Yowie. He's a monster. Please ignore him. So a moment ago, we were talking about nice guys. Yes. People that don't want to say They don't no. want to say it. They don't want to say, uh... Not tonight, or not ever. <laughs> why do they? Why do they not want to hurt my feelings? Do I have? Do they care that much about my feelings? I don't think so. Let me take off my name tag for a moment. I forgot who you were. You had it on. <laughs> I always forget. And really, isn't that just like part of being? I don't know. It's part of being an asshole, right? Like most people, I think would prefer. I don't think twice about hurting someone's feelings. I, I prefer I, it. Most people would prefer that you be honest instead of stringing them along and being oh. like, maybe I'll see you hey, later. Hey, want to be friends? Maybe I'll see you later or maybe not. Maybe not ever. Or they say things that, that really get you going like, that sounds like fun. Or, yeah, we should totally schedule that. Like our tattoo artist who keeps telling us how much fun yes. it would be to accept our money and to give us a tattoo. Now, we should tell everyone what, what today was supposed to be. We're supposed that to be was... getting tattooed. Together. While recording. Yes. And I was going to get Roman numerals yes. that say um, 1230. <laughs> Were you also going to get Roman numerals? I was going to get a little 1230 underneath the uh, the flower thingy. That we'll get to get. why in just a moment. But do like, we know why, though? We do. We're going to let our inspiring audience know why. But like, I thought it would be cool to not only get a haircut on recording, but also get like tattooed on recording mm -hmm. and it's not off the table yet it's just it's an idea but our friend pussied out at the last yeah. minute and said that they couldn't come or we couldn't go oh, there. we couldn't go there <laughs> i even said we'll pay you i've got money i have i've got money now like i actually can make ends like meet i have some money this is not tgi fridays where i'm Stealing $5 off coupons from the newspaper. You're eating receipts. Eating receipts. <laughs> I'm stealing $5 for every cash table that comes through. That's not who I am anymore. Just letting letting everybody know that they needed to sign up for the, what was the Friday? Goal points. Yeah. I found that card when I was moving. I found my Blockbuster card the other day. How much I is that worth? I found mine also. <laughs> so, I these people who don't want to hurt feelings. I have no problem hurting feelings. No, I mean, I think most people do, but it, it would be so much better. Like, it would leave a better taste in my mouth yeah. if she had just been like, I really can't. Like, don't concoct a story. Don't give I'm a story. Adult. Don't Wu-Tang Clan me. <laughs> don't 
piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. It's not raining. Like that's, that's the only thing I have a problem with is is these forced archetypes of heroes out there. You know how I feel about these people. Yes, I know. For example, Anthony Bourdain. I disagree with that. Robin one. Williams. I also disagree with that one. And uh Should I even say That it? just sounds like you have a problem with people. And M&M's. And M&M's. I have a problem like with M&M. these people. That's fine. You can For example, Eminem kneels at the Super Bowl, and everyone's like, oh, how brave. How brave. Really? He's For a multi-billionaire to be brave, a white multi-billionaire, nothing to lose, to take a knee. They knew he was going to do it. Oh, yeah. They didn't care. They let him do it. What, are they going to stop him? What, are they going to remove his career like Janet Jackson? I don't think so. I mean, they could have not. Shown but it? then again, where was he when like Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee? Nowhere. Is nowhere this an argument that you're very invested in? Because I feel like Colin Kaepernick is a football player, right? And you are not a football fan. <laughs> I don't care. But I'm I'm all about the the social uh, uh, extremity. I, I'm all about society. I'm all about people getting. They're due, yeah. but I also feel like it's so performative to do something that you know is going to be. It was inconsequential. For yes, him. it was such an empty gesture. Here, yeah. let me shake your hand for that. Here, empty gesture. Oh, oh thank you. Hi, hi. thank you. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Power, yay! yay. We support. Did it. I support you. Just like these idiots with the Ukraine, like changing their Facebook profiles to the Ukrainian flag. Who are you helping? Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. Now, odd to the other two. I don't like Robin Williams. Why? Did you know my father went to college with him? That's a side I note. did not know. <laughs> Said that um, he was insane, obviously. Yeah. And um, apparently, <clears throat> always smelled, always stunk. I can see that. Now, granted, Robin's hairy. dead. But even now, today, I, I am. Like the Kardashian information. It is all forced upon me, this information. I never asked for it, but it's forced upon me. And I know things that I don't need to know. Like, for example, did you know that in every movie Robin Williams was involved in, he had it set in his contract that at least 10 to 15 homeless people get employed for it because he was such a good person. What does that information do for me now? He's obviously not... In any more movies, is it supposed to make me feel better? Like, yes. Yeah, well, it doesn't. I just feel like it's so empty after the fact to, like, tell good stories about someone. Like, you know people who have died. I do. And people try to talk them up. And they're still trash. They're still assholes. They are. Now, you have Anthony Bourdain, who everyone regards. Sorry, we're having a little cigarette. Everyone regards... (laughs) As a pirate in the kitchen. He was he was such a pirate. Arr! He he got tattoos and he worked his way up and he, he worked with all these people of color. And it's like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Like just because you're white and you hang out with people who are not white yeah. doesn't make doesn't give you a, a trophy. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be around people who aren't like you. Yes. And everyone's like, Can you believe he worked in the kitchen with Mexicans? He washed dishes with... You know, one time, Anthony, he cut himself on a knife. You know what they did? They didn't take him to the hospital. They gave him a cast iron skillet, and they said, put your finger on this burning hot cast iron skillet, 
And we'll, you know, we'll cauterize, 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 cauterize the wound. And like the pirate he was, they cauterized that wound for Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Apparently, there was some wedding party, and everyone talks about how when the wedding bride came in, she wanted to talk to Anthony before the wedding, uh, at, uh, you know, about the menu. And the next thing everyone knew, Anthony had her bent over a trash can in the back, and he was doing the bride. And everyone's like, that Anthony Bourdain, he's just a novel, uh, he's a model citizen. He's just such a... He's so captivating. He's he's a he's a pirate. Did you know he's a pirate? I didn't know that was piracy. Thought that was just something I did on Napster. <laughs> yeah. So I'm forced every day to proclaim these these so-called heroes as something that I'm sorry they're not. Have I gone too far? I Maybe mean... it's this fireball that I'm drinking. That <sighs> a moment ago I couldn't even open the bottle because I just didn't have the hand strength. You didn't open the My bottle. left hand is useless, apparently. Now, if you all disagree with me, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's, yeah. I have controversial opinions. You always have. I'm not interested. You always now, have. we should, we should uh, cycle back real quick. Yeah. So the tattoo is... 12.30. It's not happening. It's not happening today. Not today. It's, we've been planning it. Planning it. And sometimes so long. when you plan something, it just never happens. It's, you talk, 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 talk. I mean, you talk it up and you, 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 just, you talk it up to the point where it's like it already happened, but it never happened. It's like a thing of the past, so it may as well not. Like, I'm ready to just like open a vein right now and like <laughs> tattoo myself with like squid ink that you got, I don't know, in your desk. I, I don't have squid ink. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't remember exactly the origins of, of 1230. Of 12.30. I know what it stands for. Right. I know vaguely where it came from. Right. But that's... <laughs> I remember. Um, Thank God. Back in the D to the A to the Y of MySpace, we used to do the normal... Um, Stalkeroony, you know, I, of people. That's still a thing the old people stalk, do. People just leave it open. They really want you to stalk them. They really. They do. I, I mean, if it, if it's if it's not, it is it is unadvisable. But it it is also your duty as a human being to observe those in their natural habitat <laughs> that uh, otherwise um, don't deserve the light of day. And sometimes when I feel badly, there's these people who I they're my go tos. Yeah, I go there. I take a look at them yes. because it makes me feel better about me. I say it well, well. <laughs> at least I'm not. Them. I'm not you. <laughs> we all have these That's people fair. in our so life. The I at least I'm not you. Yeah, it's bad, but I'm not you. You know. Um. Yeah. No, I remember that. I remember that it came from a dramatic reading of someone's status of or someone's it was a blog entry a blog entry because on myspace you could, could have write your blogs. little like bullshit blog thing yeah. and i i remember that that it was the date and we thought well, it was hysterical well, for some one of reason. our previous friends had a group of friends that we didn't like because they were a little lame they're a little pretentious they were all rock stars they were very we Avril Lavigne, like very uh, five years younger than we. Were. They were younger than us. They couldn't drink, and this just lent itself yeah. to like 
an onslaught of ribbing, if you will. Yes. And yes. so one of them, I guess they were throwing a party <clears throat> on December the 30th. 30th. And they kept referring to it across the board. As Deck 30. Deck 30. Hey, I can't wait. For, that's for it. Deck 30. Okay. I couldn't All my dreams will come true. They're not On gonna. Deck 30. They're not. They're and not. they're not coming through the next day either. Or the next year. Listen, the next day is my birthday. Oh, happy birthday! So, Should all acquaintance be? So maybe your dreams will come true on December 31st. <laughs> but not on the 30th. And it was... Deck 30? Yeah, deck 30. So it became this ongoing running joke. How many years now? Oh, God. Can I say... It's got to be... 15, 16 it's, years? It's probably closer to 17. 17 years. I will pop an actual Hallmark greeting card in the mail <laughs> to Alyssa every year. She, she, she knows it's coming. It's coming. She knows it's coming. And, and it's I nice to get listen. actual snail mail in I the mail. I love getting actual mail. And I will write her a horrific card wishing her the happiest of happiest deck 30s. A.K.A. 1230. Do you know how many people I? Because I proudly display. I just took the one down mm-hmm. you sent me last year. Uh, how many people have come into my house and thought that you just don't know when my birthday is? <laughs> <laughs> just I want to be the first one to wish you an early happy birthday. I thought that he your birthday know was on the thirty first. Your best friend doesn't know when your birthday is. And then I have to explain that it's a no, joke. No, it's a joke. <sighs> Explaining it to other people doesn't always... Like like the time that you had to explain why I was sending you um, a Jean Benet Ramsey <laughs> birthday card. Liberally <laughs> quoting from... From her ransom note? From her ransom note. I mean, that's actually easier <laughs> to explain. And also, oddly enough... Why are we so obsessed with Jean Benet Ramsey? Why not? I mean, <laughs> she um she tickles me in a way that like no 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 other so many weird murder things. tickles me. There's so many weird. Her mom's weird. Her fa- mom's dead. I know. And did you know that her father Dated got Natalie remarried to Natalie Holloway's Natalie Hallowell's mother? Another murder case. Yeah. It's you know how they say like money always follows money. Well, yes. murder follows murder. And they have both. They so. got it all. <clears throat> not their kids. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's the, there's so many weird things. The beauty pageants. Yeah, the fake teeth that she wore. Teeth, she dyed her hair. The pineapple. The the shitting. The shitting. The potential. Blake. The, yeah, no. Her Blake, her brother. Burke. 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 Sorry, Burke. I must have Blake on the mind, on the brain. I don't know why. Another story. Uh, Another story. Yeah, there's so many weird things that you can like get interested in that you know it's a weird thing her parents definitely killed her definitely no doubt about There's, it absolutely i have no doubt in my mind that her family did that i, I someday <laughs> like very much like the um the kennedy assassination we are gonna find out <laughs> the truth. i don't think we're gonna find out that i one. want the truth i don't think that that you're gonna get that with either one of those things you can't handle the Personally. truth well you can Talking about no longer being able to handle the truth. Now, the last time recently that I thought that I was a capable human being, boy, oh boy, was <laughs> I wrong. There I was at work. And you know me. I'm a man of the people. I work, I've worked I've worked with Mexicans. I, yes. Very much like our hero, 
Anthony Bourdain, who is a <laughs> pirate. I like to make it myself, kind of like a pirate, you know. Are you a pirate of the elderly now? So here's what happened. <laughs> I, uh, I don't like to bother people. I like to be self-sufficient. Is that yes. true? It's semi. So when I get to work in the morning sometimes, I, I, I like to have my morning joe, my morning cup of coffee. And when I go to the kitchen, I see that the uh, coffee maker that they have, very large urn, is empty. And I say, I'm not going to bother someone with my needs. My needs. I feel like it being... And I'm a hero, an like urn. Anthony. I'm going to be a hero, and I'm going to make coffee for everyone. I've seen them do it. I know what I'm doing. So I, I get the... I get the uh, the grounds out of the little bag. I shake it up a few times. I break it open. I sniff out that morning coffee <laughs> smell of the uh, coffee grounds. And uh, I pull out the little part. I put the uh, the white, clean, white filter. filter in. I pour the grounds in there perfectly. I, I level it off so it's nice and horizontally flat. Mm-hmm. I put it back in and I press start. And I sit back. And I wait for that beautiful coffee to start, the hot water to drip. Only one day recently, it wasn't happening. Yeah. And I'm looking, and I'm, I'm on my tippy-tippy toes, and I'm looking, and I'm trying to figure out. I hear it rumble. I hear the, mm, letting me know the hot water is going into the basin. But when I look up on tippy-toe, no hot water is going in. I'm thinking, what could the problem be? <laughs> so... I attempted to, like, figure it out for myself. That's and not it a, wasn't good a good idea. idea. So I ran real quick to, the, to the, uh, the back where my friend Kendall was working. She's a waitress. She's very cool. I said, Kendall, uh, sorry to bother you. Uh, there might be a problem with the coffee. Can you come here real quick? Because I don't want to mess, you know, and I think I might have done it wrong. Can you just come, come real quick and just make sure that I did it right? I hit start, and I heard it going, but then I changed the coffee. But it's and everything. not. But it's not coffeeing, like, in the way it normally does. She goes, sure, sure, sure. So she comes and she's looking. She's also on tiptoe and she's looking and she's like, hmm. She goes, it might be clogged. I don't know. So we're looking and we're looking and she goes, oh, you know what it is. I think there's, there's, you may not realize that there's coffee already in the urn and it's not going to actually make coffee until that coffee is out. Did you try it yet? And I'm like, "Mm, to be honest, I didn't look. I didn't, I I just assumed because it was so early that the urn was empty. Mm-hmm. So she's like, no problem. It's, it's on, but I can bypass it. I'll just take the... Um, the filter? The, the, the huge um, metal uh, filter thing out by hand. And this will stop, stop it, it from, from, from <clears throat> continuing. I said, oh, but we'll be careful because I just looked a second ago and it, it's, it's starting to fill up with hot water. She said, I got this. So she went to pull it out, real nice, no. slow, 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 careful, 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 slow, careful, careful. And it looked like she'd gotten it out. Like, oh, oh, oh she's almost got it out. She's, she's just going to take it to the garbage can and throw it out, right? <sighs> At the very last second when she thought she had it out, no. part of it was still in. And she spilled probably about three coffee cups worth of boiling hot water, oh not just on her, but down her face, down her neck, onto her chest. And, and it was, it, it was dark black cause it had grounds in like it. So she not only too. was burned, but she was covered in coffee grounds. Great. I got nothing on me. 
I of course not. Literally, as it splattered on her, I took a step back. I, like, don't get that on me. I'm wearing khakis. <laughs> and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and she goes, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then she let, let a second go by, and she went, oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm I not. I was going to say. And I, I stared at her the way that one <clears throat> stares at, like, a car accident that you're yeah. not involved in. The quick, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm okay, I'm okay. You're not. You're not okay when, when you do it Because like I guess that. she had like a split second before the pain hit her of yeah. boiling hot water all yeah. over your face and chest. Yeah. And I, I said, well, there's a mess now all over her and all over the floor. And I would love to continue to help because I'm such a helper. Yeah. But maybe it's best that instead of me cleaning <laughs> the counter, what if I just leave? When I said to her. Forever. I'm, you know what? I'm just going to leave. I'm, she goes, yeah, good idea. So I left. And I went to my office and I sat there, not saying a word, just like humming and rocking and rocking the way that like... Um, an autistic An person. autistic person. <laughs> and I knew it was coming. And sure enough, like 30 yeah. minutes later, I got a text from the HR woman. She goes, can you come to my office for a minute? You're not in trouble. And I'm like... Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. So I, I dragged my heels all the way to HR. She goes, come in, sit down. She goes, okay, unfortunately, we know it was an accident. We all know it was an accident, but we do have to write you up for, you know. Interfering. Inter in inappropriate, uh, you know, out of being out of bounds. Yes. You know, you're not technically allowed to be in there or touching machinery. Even if you've mm -hmm. done it before. She's like, I myself have successfully made coffee, but <laughs> you yourself have not. going forward are forbidden to ever touch the coffee. I, I agree. I agree. Somebody, she goes, you know, Kendall, she's, she's got to go home. She's probably got to go to the hospital first because she does, she was burned, burned by badly. your error. Uh, she, goes, she, she even said to us, it was a mistake. It was nobody's fault. I mean, we get it. She's like, we do have to fill out some paperwork. Uh, you have to promise that you'll never, ever yeah. touch machinery in the kitchen again. And I said, I know, I know. I really, I thought I was a hero. I thought I was helping people. thought I was making coffee for the masses. And it turns out I was helping no, no one. one. So that's your, that's your first lesson right there. Don't help people. Don't try. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try. Do not try. I mean, yeah, I guess. Maybe, maybe know your limits. Like You gotta know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to fold them. That's all I know of that song. Who sings that? Uh, Kenny Rogers, I think. Yeah. I don't like it, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't... That's all I know. So, we've come to that part of the evening. Go yeah. ahead. Oh, I have to, I have it's to your go turn. first. You go. Well, I technically just went. That's true. I so, bird someone with second degree birds, <laughs> which although funny, it's, I'm, that's not really funny. That just sounds really painful. Don't worry. She and I still laugh about it. Sometimes when Does I'm in the kitchen and I ask her it? if I can have lunch, I'll say to her, I don't want anyone to get, you know, burned, burned over this. I'm going to this I don't want anyone to <laughs> go to the hospital if I don't get my lunch, you know. Um... So I have to go now. So I was listening. I was going to talk to you right. about this before, but you didn't give me an opportunity. 
I listened to one of your other episodes. Oh, good. Good, good. Recently, that made me think of this, where you talked about having surgery yeah. and not telling anyone about it. <laughs> news, I was wondering why you never me. even brought it up. News to me. Well, you have to understand. But it wasn't like, I wasn't I proclaiming. I wasn't putting it out there. I and also, even though they can't see me right now, do I not look amazing? Thank and you. you can't tell. <laughs> um, but that and made it me think. It cost a fucking arm and a fucking sure leg. <laughs> um, but that made me think of a time that I had a surgical procedure, not surgery. Um, and I told everyone. Right. And everyone told me not to do it. Right. And I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> did you get your tubes tied? No, I wish. No. <laughs> I donated eggs. Ah! And this was something that I did when I was in my early 20s. I was 22. See those commercials on the subway sometimes. We were living together when I did it. Right. Uh, my aunt needed eggs. And I... She... I... Offered sarcastic... <laughs> <laughs> hey! I'm not a, doing anything with them. To a third party, I think I said something to my grandfather, joking around. Do you remember like, the time your grandfather was approaching the end? Sadly, yes. we love him. And apparently they gave him medical marijuana. Oh, no, he they wouldn't give him medical marijuana because it wasn't popular. Right, right? but he wanted he it. He wanted it. And he asked you if you knew if how I to roll a him, joint. Yes. And you said, maybe if I Google, Grandpa, I don't really know about these things. I actually don't know how to roll a joint. (laughs) I always had a smoking apparatus when I smoked. I'm sure I could have gotten him a joint. But I sarcastically said to my grandfather, she could have my eggs. I'm not doing anything with them. Ever. And he took that... And ran Carte blanche, as they say. And approached her, and she approached me, and it was a very long process, during which I had multiple conversations with many different people, you being one of them. Yes. Um, our other roommate at the time, that was Joe. I thought it was Abe. <laughs> I didn't live with Abe. I took Abe's place. Um, yeah, my mom, my dad... The guy I was kind of dating, like all of these. That's right. Abe people. moved out, and when he and moved I out, moved in. he said he's moving out because of all the gay drama. Yes, that's what he said. And I found out later that gay drama is something that Asian people say when they don't like white people. Oh, <laughs> okay. That wasn't racist. That wasn't I racist. Mean, it, it's a little. These racist. are just describing words. Uh, yeah, so I talked to everybody about this because it was a medical procedure, and right. it takes like months. Like you have to take shots. You have well, first you have to like sync up your periods. So you have to be on like heavy duty birth control, and then you have to do shot. You have to do like all this. You things. couldn't drink. You can't drink. You can't smoke. You can't like. Oh, so you must have been fit to be tied. I was miserable. Um, Were you yeah. allowed to get busy? Wink, wink. You can because you're on loads of fucking birth control, but you're miserable. <sighs> because... No wonder we never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> you're miserable, so you really don't want to. <laughs> it's not fun. Um, but I talked to everybody, and every single person was like, 
I don't think so. I don't think that that's a good idea. And I was like, I'm, fuck you. I'm doing it fuck anyway. Fuck you. Um, that's not what that's I just about. handed her a scissor to cut the pizza. Uh, I have a pizza cutter. Oh, pizza cutter. Um. As an Italian. As an Italian. I as have, an Italian. I have to have a pizza cutter in my house. As an Italian. So everyone told me not to. Every single person. And I did it anyway. And now there's a whole person. A whole person. Out in the world. How old? He's got to be like 17 now. God, you could go, well, not legally drinking with your no. child, but. He can almost vote. I'm, I'm guessing 17. Yeah. Uh, and people are going to think that this is weird that I don't know this because I said I donated to my aunt, but I don't speak to her anymore. Right. And I haven't for like 10 years. So. You created a child. <clears throat> yes. Technically. Technically. That lives and breathes. But now I'm old. Right. And married. I'm around the age that my aunt was when she... Maybe around the age that she was when she had her first kid that I had nothing to do with. Um, (laughs) You you didn't give her that one? No, (laughs) there was was no need for an assist on that. Um, (laughs) But the second one, she was like, I think, 42 and I'm 40 now. So my husband and I don't have children, as you know. Because you're in my house. <laughs> there's, there's no... you got free time to have me over. There's Look at that. There's no pitter-patter of little feet, except for the cat. Aww. Um And now that I'm older, it's just something that I don't agree with anymore. <laughs> I don't agree with doing... I don't agree with asking family to do it. Um, it was a decision that I made on my own, sort of. But when you're 20, 22 is such a weird age. I think, like, Taylor Swift wrote a song about it. <laughs> um, Brilliant mind of our it's time. It's a, a very, like, liminal space, age-wise. When you're 16 <laughs> and don't know who gave an egg to your mom. Does that have the lyrics go? I don't know. I don't know. Again, not, not really a fan. But. <laughs> She's um, not a hero? No? No. Um, yeah. It's very. It was a very weird age where I wasn't doing anything with my life. I was dating somebody that was like, I'm never going to get married and I'm never having children. So that kind of informed my decision making. Thinking that we were going to be together long term, which we weren't. Surprise! 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 He's divorced and has a kid and is a Trump supporter. Oh, um, God. <clears throat> really dodged a couple bullets Yeah, there. multiple, multiple bullets. Um, so now I feel very differently about it. I wouldn't say that it's like an awful thing to do because there's a person attached to it, but... Do you think he's going to come knocking asking for your kidney next? God, I hope not. I don't know what kind of shape those are in. But, um... I stopped speaking to my family around that side of my family around when I got married, which was almost 10 years ago now. So I haven't seen this child in that amount of time, nor spoken to his mother. I did get a message from his dad telling me that they were... I'm cutting the pizza. It's going to be really loud. Um, that they were, they were going to let him know... Where he came from. Where do I come from? 
come from? Why was I born? <laughs> they were going to tell him. Who am I? And that was, that was part of what we discussed. You have to do a lot of, you see a social worker, you have to have these long discussions about how things are going to be handled. Um, so I got a message from him mm. saying that it was, it was that time they were going to let him know. Dear mom, it was mad chill of you to bring me into this world. <laughs> uh, are you on social media? Do you I have am. Twitter? I don't. Um, but yeah, like he reached out. He said that they were going to tell him. And I said, okay. Because what else was I going to say? I said, I guess if you need me for anything, like I'll be around. Job reference. <laughs> Job reference. <laughs> hair sample. Um, I think I was going away. So I was like, this week I'm not going to be around. Sorry, son. Mom's in Vegas this weekend. Yeah. And then I never heard from them again. <laughs> that was it. And that was a couple years ago. Do you want to take him back? You want to take that I don't back? want that. I don't Give me back my egg. <laughs> I don't I don't I would not know where to begin like I wouldn't know what to say. Okay, let's let's improv. <laughs> Hi, Hello? is um Alyssa home? <laughs> that would be me. Hi. Um are you Alyssa? Yes. Okay. I this might sound weird, but I think I'm your son. That's that's unfortunate. <laughs> Do you have any money? No. <laughs> I work in social services, so no. Oh, so do you have any drugs? Maybe. Oh, can I come in? No. <laughs> You're not gonna give your only child drugs? Why would I share? What is he bringing to the table? Oh, um, I, <clears throat> I brought this edible arrangement. No, that doesn't do it for me. <laughs> I can cut my own pineapple. <laughs> so could John Bonet. Yeah, or her brother. Yeah, so it's just very weird. I don't really agree with it as a decision now that I'm older. I don't have kids. I you mean, want, do you want to be buried next to him? No. No. Uh, it's It's more awkward that I have no concept of how he was raised or what he's like as a person. Do you stalk him? No. I don't I you know what? I've never even looked. So I don't know. Does he look like you? Yes. Mm. A lot. Which is also weird. I've seen like pictures here here and there. So you're the kid with your uncle. I mean we're not I'm not related to him. <laughs> He's my aunt's husband. Okay. They got married when I was 18, I think. 17 or 18. It's not like... I didn't grow up with him or anything like that. Do you think there's hope for the future? Uh, Is he going to have a stocking? In general or like with the situation? I mean, I'm not super hopeful about the future, which is one of the reasons why I don't have children of my own. So... I'm not saying that other people shouldn't do it. It's just not a thing that... What a bummer. <laughs> it is kind of a bummer. Sorry. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to read some poor slobs email. Hopefully they're funnier than that. Are you having fun? Of course. And we're back. I just wanted to ask you a really quick question. Okay. Um, 
one of our stories today gives you an option. Okay. Would you rather listen to it away from recording and make notes and then just give me all of your notes and in one bulk after our listening audience hears it? Or would you rather listen to it live and comment in real time? I feel like maybe that's a decision that you need to make. Hmm. Let's have you give all of your information in one bulk. Okay. Okay. I, I can do that. One moment. We'll be right back. Okay. We're back. We're back. And listeners, what you're about to hear is both the email that was sent to me plus the recording. You're going to listen to it the same way that Alyssa is going to listen to it. Only, we're not going to do it live. Um, when you listen to this seven-minute recording, when we come back, Alyssa is going to give you her thoughts. So this is the email that I got. Are you excited? I'm so excited. The email I got is from my friend Hank. Hi, B. Love your podcast. I listen whenever I can. It was great to see you the other day and reminisce about all the old times at work. I realized after you left that I had a recording from a prank phone call that we did years ago. Remember, I was actually using a fake phone number to prank call that unfortunate guy we used to work with. Do you remember we prank called Bert and we <laughs> pretended to be his insurance carrier? We were threatening to shut down his insurance. We told him we, we must have written down his social security number wrong, so it was all invalid. Okay, for no real reason. <laughs> you were just taking the piss out of him. Not only did he take the phone call every time we called, but we had him going for quite a while. He never figured out it was a joke. I actually called him quite a few times pretending to be my alias, Samuel Page. Good name. That is a good name. As you recall, we really thought that he was kidding us back at first when he was answering all of our questions. What person answers a phone call from a block number and starts giving away their full information, social security, address, personal information. I remember thinking how much trouble we were going to get into if it was ever leaked that it was us who did it. But since none of us at work, none of us work at that company anymore, I think it's fine to play the recording. I will now text it to you and would love to hear it on the pod. Best, Hank. So now, Alyssa... Really Our listening nice. audience is about to listen with you. And when we come back, you're going to give us your breakdown. Okay. Okay. Be right back. To refund you the money that you put into your, you know, that you've been paying out of your paychecks up until this point. Oh. What we can do is this. When re uh, re enrollment when re enrollment comes back around, you can get a credit of the months that you have paid for the upcoming year, but you will not be you will not be covered for the rest of the year. That that doesn't make any sense. I need to be covered on health insurance. No, but you will not. You. I've been taxed this whole time because of my of my social security number. Have you been to the hospital or doctor since you started receiving your benefits? I have. 
I've not been to the hospital with a doctor, but still, if I have to go to a doctor, I'm not going to be able to go because of a mistake that was made on, on, in the system. Well, I mean, I don't think I wouldn't make a mistake like I don't think I would make a mistake like that. Well, sir, is it possible that you can get some sort of private insurance carrier until real enrollment comes back I, around? I, I, like, I don't understand. Your account balance is running low. We're using a fake phone number to call him. Well, sir, you know, QSmart does work through also Obamacare. If you apply it online, I'm sure they would have no problem. I, yeah, yeah, and there should have been, and now you're talking to this, like, right now, saying that there was something wrong with this, where, where, wrong with my social security number? Well, sir, we've been like, trying to reach you for several weeks, control. actually. I believe what the person, I believe the person that put in, uh, let me see one second here. Constantine Milovic. Okay. He's the one that uh, approved your final um, papers. Okay. Yes. Do you, uh, is that your GM, I take it? Yeah, that's my GM. Well, you're going to have to speak with him, and hopefully he can get in contact with whoever your district manager is, because I, in all honesty, we I, there's nothing I can do on my end here. I, I will speak to him. Well, no, well, what's going to happen is, sir, if you continue to be with the company in November, you will get a credit for the months that you paid for the upcoming year. Would I receive a check for that in the mail? No, 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 no. Well, unless you no longer are with the company, whether you quit or get fired, um, then you will receive a check for the money that you put in. What we do now is you will receive a credit when, when you re-enroll for the new year. Say you paid, uh, what is it, like three months? You will get three months without it coming out of your paycheck. Okay. But you are not covered by QSmart for the rest of the year. Until so January. Wait, wait, so how would I get that? How would you get what exactly? Like you say that I'm getting, I will get credit back. Like where would this credit come from? Well, when you re when you re enroll um, into the system, it would already already have a credit for three months to not pull out of your paycheck. All right. And what would that be? Would that be would that go into the insurance? Will that go into my pay checks? Uh, can, can I put one one second, sir? Let me see if I can put you on hold. Um, and see if I can get with my manager. One sec. This is the part where he puts me on. What you wishing in with Michael Brokoff? With Michael Brokoff? Hello, Alvin? Hi. Yes, hi. Um, I'm going to transfer you now to my manager, Michael. Uh, just give me one second. What's your name? <laughs> That's me in the background trying to get him to say his social security number.
Well, it's a Samuel. This is the one who called you. Yeah. It's been five minutes and he still hasn't ever identified himself. Did this person uh, do anything to warrant the the need for the persecution? Yeah. Uh, other than being a Dwight. Now that's a reference to the office. Yeah. No, I understand. It's just really funny because uh, I had an incident where I got a letter in the mail <laughs> from the DMV <laughs> set, telling me that they had the wrong social security number right. on file. Did they say call here? No, I had to go there. Um, I had to go there. I was convinced it was fake. I kept looking it up online and going, this isn't real. This isn't real. I applied for my own driver's license and I know my social security number. Like, um, so yeah, I was convinced. And then, I, I mean, as you know, because you know me in real life. Um, <laughs> not in prank phone call? Not in, not in prank phone call world. Um I, I always have a lot of issues with ID and my passport and my driver's license because my last name is hyphenated. Oh, just asking for trouble. It's hyphenated on my birth certificate. Um, people at work think I've been married like 17 times. Um, but it's hyphenated on my birth certificate. You're like Daphne Rubin Vega over yeah, here. Yeah, my parents weren't married, so they opted to hyphenate. Not married. Not married. Asking for trouble. I hyphenated, but pre-9-11, I never used my hyphenated last name, and it was fine. No one cared. I mean, I'm white, so no one cared. No one ever cared. Um, so I just used, like, whatever last name I felt like using, and and it wasn't a problem until it was a problem. Oh, this is so true. So, I, I was a witness <clears throat> at my friend's signing for her um, marriage license. Uh-huh. And if you've been married before, don't even bother. There is so much red tape yeah. and drama. So I never, I mean, I, I never changed my last name when I got married because my husband's last name is really long and... Difficult to spell, difficult I can tell you that. Difficult to spell and pronounce. It's uncommon, so... My last name sounds cool, uh, but yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. So somebody calling me with this, <laughs> would, I would instantly be like, "What do you mean?" Because for me at the DMV, it was just that they had transposed two of the digits in my social. They right. had everything correct, but two of them were just backwards. So I would be losing my mind if I got this phone call. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're Which was funny-er because he knew both of our voices and we weren't that's really trying I'm, that's where I'm to disguise a, a our time. voices. I thought we thought he because was playing along with us until we realized, oh, he's not playing along. Yeah, that's where I'm, I'm having a hard time because A, it sounds like... A joke. It sounds like you're in like a busy area. Like, I don't think that somebody would call you to be like, 
you have no insurance from, <laughs> from like a, an airport terminal, which is what it sounds like. Um, In the trunk of a car. Yeah. Uh, I never give anybody my information over the phone. Ever. 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 Like, it's, he was it's, more than happy to volunteer his information. Always, I've had stuff with my insurance. I've had, it's always through the mail that they contact you through the mail. And you may be able to call somebody at some point, but there's always like a way to verify that it's real. <laughs> so this is, I, he's very convinced. He's very concerned. Um, I like that you kind of like weaseled around like 15 different ways that you're not getting money back. Like, <laughs> You have paid for nothing. You're getting a credit, maybe, but you're not going to have insurance until then. Uh, I don't know how helpful Obamacare would be. In this situation, it's kind of expensive. Um, Like, I want to know how these other phone calls went. Like, I'm so, like... First of all, he was called from, like, a burner number. Like, a fake phone number. And who the fuck picks that up? He picked it up. Like. Every time. I never answer the phone if I don't know who it is. Um, ever. I just don't. And and Samuel Page, he didn't sound that convincing. No, he started off okay. <laughs> like, he, he started off okay where, like, I was like, all right. Like, he's not doing such a bad job. And then I was like, this is not, this is not doing it well, for I, me. Well, the biggest problem was he had no end point in mind. He just, no. <laughs> And he just, when he got to the part about, like, you're getting a credit, not a refund. Like, it was confusing in a way that insurance would be confusing. But also, it didn't make sense either way. It was helpful that he knew names. He was throwing names of people yeah. that he knew. Yeah. Like, the fact, like, I know that that's your boss. Like, that was your old boss's name. I I know that, and I didn't work there. Um, so that was helpful, and that made it a little bit more convincing. But... Yeah, like, why don't you know your co-workers' voices? He wasn't even trying to disguise It didn't sound like... I mean, I don't know him. I know you. You were not disguising disguising your voice. (laughs) And you and I, because we've known each other for so long, we've made prank phone calls together. So (laughs) I can confidently say that this is not your best work. We thought he was, like, fucking with us. I've been with you when you have made calls that have gotten police calls. <laughs> this would not do that. This is like uh-huh. a mild inconvenience. I mean, I feel kind of bad. He seems like he's very uh, upset. Yeah. Um, I get the feeling that he is a Dwight. A Dwight. Um, you know, identity theft is not a laughing matter. No. Um, it's a crime. <laughs> so I, I get like... I get his reaction, but at the same time, like, I feel like I don't, why don't you know who your coworkers are? You don't know who your four coworkers are? You don't know like, what they sound like? That's what I mean. It's not, you and didn't. on your one day off, you, you, you don't. You're getting phone calls getting from a, a blocked call? number. <laughs> also, why is it blocked? Like, how are you supposed to get in touch with them if you want to provide all of the information that they say that they need from you? How, how is that going to work? Um, yeah, I was just, yeah, wondering kind of what he did, but I get that there's just, like, people that are just annoying. Like, they're just, Begging like, that, like, toilet paper, like, stuck to your shoe, <laughs> kind of, as a person. So, yeah, I mean, 
Again, not your best work. No. I've seen and heard better. We weren't really trying. Uh, no, I can tell it's low effort for you. Yeah. It's low effort for you. You've done better. Thank you. Um, you will do better again. I mean, probably not. I feel like the technology has gotten away from us as far as prank phone calls goes. Because most people don't answer a black an number. unknown number. No. Like, who does that? Like that I mean, makes me forfeits hands over their that information. That makes me think that Bird is a psychopath. Oof. Who answers an unknown number when you're not expecting a call? I have to pick up all these phone calls now because I'm applying for jobs, and I keep getting these like whatever. And ninety percent of the time they're spam, and I'm really angry about it. <laughs> like it's just wasting my time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it sounds legitimate though. I will give you points for legitimacy thank you it sounds like a legitimate call a legitimate scam a legitimate scam for poor bert <sighs> I, I hopefully like he didn't have to go to the doctor or anything <laughs> i work in a hospital insurance sucks you so you don't want to see bert there no, no i don't i don't want to see him there and i don't want him screaming at me about <laughs> his bill or the fact that he thinks he doesn't have insurance i feel like he believes you and he's going to try to, like, apply for charity care. He's not going to get it. <laughs> Go fund me. Or that. Yeah, he could do that. Well, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, you're going to read the next email. Right. You having fun? Mm-hmm. Worst thing you've ever done. I want to thank you for stepping in at the last moment. You're a dear friend. Thanks. An ally. Stool pigeon. A pirate. Can be a pirate? You want to be a pirate? I would love to be a pirate. Go get your cast iron skillet. I do have one. You saw it. It's on my stove. Burn away your I've never done that. I just, I really like to make Dutch babies in this cast iron skillet. That's it. Well. Not going to burn myself. Don't do it. Give me this email. This email. Not as funny as the others. That's. Well, so we can listen. We'll we can, try our best. We can work. Not with... everything is a win. Not your lighter. I do. Oh, God, here we go. So here we go. This message is from Sue. Hi, Sue. Sue says, "I met Noel." There's an asterisk, so I'm gonna go with that. That means that it's a fake name. Fake but name. She doesn't say that anymore. Uh, through mutual friends when I was 21. Not a good age, as previously discussed. It's, nothing good <clears throat> can happen nothing. at 21. Nothing. Do you think she gave away her egg? Okay. I hope not, but did Taylor Swift write a song about being 21? I don't think so. Uh, when he hosted us during a visit to China in 2007, that's kind of cool. We clicked and decided to see where this could go. A lot of our dates took place over Skype. Those aren't dates. Those are not dates. If you have um, a Skype date, you are not applying real. for a job, yes. not a relationship. And after a year, we officially became a couple in 2009. We're a couple! You're not. Noel- I can change my <laughs> status online. Noel who- <laughs> Noel, who was training to be a pilot, lost his job. We saw this as an opportunity for him to find work in Singapore so we could finally be together. At the time, I was an artist on tour doing puppetry work. She was doing puppetry work. Great. Is that real work? We know somebody else that does that. Is that real work? I mean, 
I can't speak to that. <laughs> but we know somebody else that does puppetry. Um, so things got off to a rocky start. As a foreigner in Singapore, he could not apply to be a pilot with Singapore Airlines as only citizens and permanent residents were eligible. It was the only airline he wanted to work for, so he obstinately refused to apply for any others. Sounds like a gem. Total gem. This meant he had to put his dreams on hold and look for alt- alternative job openings. The perfectionist in him could not deal with Maybe the setback. Maybe he could like, work with her as like a puppet assistant. He could hold up the ass. <laughs> He would complain about being discriminated against and lamented that he would not be happy till he secured a job as a pilot. He acted like this was all my fault. It was your fault. It's not her fault. This guy hey, sounds you, like a douche. Listen, you change your status. <clears throat> you take everything that comes along with that. No, that's not true. He was often insufferable, I can imagine. And nothing I said could lift his mood. Things between us weren't perfect, but when Noel proposed, I accepted I'm an idiot. <laughs> You said it, it, girl. A part of me suspected he was doing it to increase his chances of getting permanent residency here so he could get a job. But I pushed it out of my mind and we got married in 2010. (laughs) That breaks my heart. It does. 12 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Math is hard. Math is harder. Math is harder when you're drinking Fireball. Things only went south from there. Noel continued to be bitter and sullen. And at the same time, other cracks were beginning to show. He was uptight about money, began finding fault with everything I did. I finally threw in the towel seven months into the marriage. She gave it her best. Are you a Kardashian? <laughs> After he snapped at me to be quiet or else. I told Be quiet him, or else. I feel like you've said that to me before. Quiet! <clears throat> I told him to pack his things and move out. I was so exhausted from having to tiptoe around his toxic attitude and resentful that I tried so hard to inject some optimism into his life yet received nothing in return. So filing for divorce and going our separate ways was a huge relief. Good for you, girl. Before I left the house, though, my last order of business was going to the bathroom. Oh, God. I emptied all his shampoo down the drain. This next part is difficult to tell you and not easy. I hope it's worse than dumping out his shampoo because I'm (laughs) disappointed at this part. I got into the shower and took my pants and underwear off. I proceeded to urinate into the bottle to the best of my ability (laughs) and trying so hard not to spill any onto the ground. I replaced the bottle in the shower and to this day I still laugh wondering if he ever figured out what I had done. Sue... Imagine there you are, you're, you're rushing to get to work, you're in the shower, the water is not hot enough, you have to get all your areas uh, covered, you have to get your, your bases, your, your, bits and your bits and pieces done, you're not thinking, you're thinking of the day, it's early, it's 8.50 That's not that early. And you reach for your herbal essence. <laughs> Your herbal essences, your your L'Oreal. L'Oreal. Your Pantene, Pantene Pro-V. Pro-V. <laughs> Expecting. Um, Some suds, a little na- lather. Na- nature's uh, <laughs> botanical. I understand what she's doing here. I mean. Is it tricky to insert a bottle I mean to, into your tahini? 
That, well, that's not what she did. I know that you're not familiar with the geography. Can you explain this to our but one would have audience? To, one would have to, like, you'd have to, like, squat and hold the bottle to pee into it. You're not putting it in anything. <laughs> that you know of. That's not where the pee comes from. There's so a you're trying to tell thing. us, like... There's a separate pee is hole. Is this easier than I think it is? It's harder than you <laughs> think it is. As someone who has peed outside as a woman frequently, it's difficult. There's almost math involved. There's <laughs> the angles. There's a lot going on. Could um, you do it right now if you had to? I mean, if I had to, probably. But <laughs> I fill up this shampoo bottle? I don't know that I could get it in a shampoo bottle, and that's the part that's a little impressive to me. But, like, it's not enough. Do you think she had to f- find a funnel, like, in the kitchen? I mean, if she found a funnel, that would have made it a lot easier. But I don't... I'm not getting the sense that that's what no. she did here. I think that she just hopped in the bathtub and, like, popped a squat. Like, oh, don't get it on my feet. Held my the, new pedicure. Held the bottle as close as she could and got as much pee in the bottle as on her hand. <laughs> and then put it back. I just don't... If you already emptied out the shampoo bottles, right. which she said that she did. Right. Like, I would pick up the shampoo bottle and be like, this is, like, empty. Like, I don't... How much could you possibly pee in it? Girls can pee a lot, I heard. We can, sometimes. <laughs> but, like, not always. Um, I feel like the punishment doesn't fit the crime here. You definitely could have... I was expecting worse. Did you think she ever thought, when she changed her status to in a relationship that seven months later i mean it was longer than seven months like there was like a year and then he proposed and then you got married i just it seems silly to me what would you do if you washed your hair with urine i mean it you're already where you need to be you're already in the shower. <laughs> Do you think he noticed? There's probably some hippie asshole out there that will tell you that washing your hair with piss is like the <laughs> It's go- the new thing. It's the greatest thing. It's so much better than like apple cider <laughs> One vinegar. One time I had a jellyfish bite and I had to pee on it and it all went and it was away. great. It's great. And after that I just started putting pee all over <laughs> my body. Now I swear by my urine. My skin is amazing. It's magic. It cures COVID. I, I'm glowing. <laughs> there are people like that. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if he would have noticed because there's going to be shampoo residue in the bottle. Those shampoos are like highly scented. Pee doesn't really smell. He was like, unless you're dehydrated. This doesn't smell like the rose hips that I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting the essence of ginger like normal. Um, yeah, I, I feel like she could have done worse. Is this hyacinth? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is different somehow, but I can't. It is sudsy. It's I can't, sudsy, can't but, put uh, my finger on it. It smells like something else, though. Yeah, I mean, I hope that asparagus? As uh, asparagus. Um, pineapple, maybe? <laughs> A hint of mint? Uh, like, I hope that she, that made her feel better. Yeah. It's not making me feel better about the situation. I feel like... You know, you, you can't win I the also, gold medal every I time. I feel like she left a lot out. Like, I feel like if he wasn't working and wasn't 
willing to get a job that he felt was below him. Well, you know, now that I think about it, <clears throat> like, she has a lot of experience, like, sticking uh, squatting. Her, <laughs> sticking her, a- her hand up things' asses. <laughs> she has a lot of experience. Making them do what... Being an odd position. Yeah. And uh, holding it for a very long time. So this was probably not as difficult as no, we that, are making it out to be. No, it probably wasn't for her. But I still don't, I feel like she could have done more. No, okay. Imagine you're holding up Kermit the Frog. Okay. And you really gotta go. And yet you don't have anything but like a uh, an, orange. an orange pineapple flavored 7-Eleven juice cocktail blend. Just I just pulled that out of my ass. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure you did. And you had limited time and you just, you needed to teach a lesson. Yeah, I mean, it can be done. I'm not saying that it can't. <laughs> I'm just saying it's hard. But is it the right revenge? I don't think it is. I feel like he was being an asshole and, like, not working. It sounds like he didn't ever get a job because he wants to be a pilot. So was she financially supporting him with puppets the entire <laughs> time he was living with her? Like... Because that's not cool. Like, puppetry don't pay the bills. Just I mean, it might pay the bills. I have no idea what the puppetry scene in Singapore is like. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Could any of our uh, could somebody tell us, could you let us what know that's how about the, the puppetry? Uh, how that works? Do you make a lot of money as a puppeteer in Singapore? But she's supporting them. I. She doesn't say anything positive no. about him. No. So I feel like. You know, she's so young and dumb, like like I was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like you could have done worse, Sue. Good job. But, you know, if you feel better, that's what matters. My, my opinion doesn't really count. Can you show us? What? How to pee in a bottle? Yeah. I mean, no. No. Probably not. Okay. Too much fireball. <laughs> We're going to take a little break. And when I come back, since it's not a revenge podcast. It's not. Per se. I'm going to read sure? you the good story. Okay. All right, be right back. Are you having a good time? Of course. And, and we're, we're back. back. Oh, it's so good to be back. <clears throat> yeah, it is. I'm glad you, en- you enjoyed your time with me. I always do. Yeah. Um, I am tired and rattled and all the rest of that, but I always have time to fight. I know. I always, always seem to wake up from a dead sleep ready to fight. I know. Throw elbows and punch. We live together. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the closing story that I'm going to tell you has a, a sort of a funny title. And it's called, That's Not What Your Mom Said. <laughs> <laughs> what did Barb say? It's not what your mom said. Okay. Um, okay. So every now and then I like to tell a story about like work. And today actually marks my seven-month anniversary Woo-hoo. working with the uh, elders. The elderly. Olsters. Yeah. Um, a lot. Yeah. So I've, I've noticed in the last seven months that, like, they are lovely people. They're a lovely people. And I, um, I'm closer to them than I've been to coworkers. Than I've ever had before, even though they're not really my coworkers. They're the people that I am required to keep alive. <laughs> it's basically yes. my job. It's like when you, I'm not there, have, it's someone else's responsibility. You have to entertain them and keep them, you know, keep them alive on their game. <clears throat> so 
this recently happened where it occurred to me my my level of like responsibility um that's not what your mom said, you know. So um, yeah. that that's the title that I've been kind of actively working on, like while I drive or when I shower without pee in in the I mean, shampoo bottle. You could pee in the shower, right? And that's fine because it's helping the environment. So um, my story today uh, comes to me uh, from a little while back when you know it was just a normal run of the mill day, and um, I I. Uh, I have relationships with some of them that are inexplicable. Like I just, they are more than friends, but less than lovers. You know, like we just, we are so tight and we're so close. And like, it occurs to me sometimes at three in the morning, like, oh my God, some of these people have like four or five years left. And really my only job is just to make those four or five years fun and tolerable. I feel like you're being very generous with your timeline. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. We're not here for a good time. We're here for a short... No, we're not here for... A long time. A long time. We're We're here here for for a good time. time. Yeah. I mean... So some of them are just like you and I. They they can speak about anything. They retain everything in school. Then there's some who... It's just sad that, like, you notice the cracks. Like, one day so-and-so comes down to breakfast not wearing their shoes. And we laugh about it. But, like, you notice deep down in your heart, you're like, God, this is, like, the beginning of the end. Like, it begins with maybe one day somebody forgetting your name Uh and the next day them forgetting your face, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, like, you have your good days and you have your bad days. And as much as they annoy me, like, I adore them. And there's this one um, resident who can't speak, but she makes herself known with the couple of words that she can say and through a lot of gesturing and eye contact. And mm-hmm. she, she's there, but she's just, she's slowly failing. And she's just a lovely person who I've never spoken to, but I've communicated yeah. with. So one day it was just a random Tuesday and a nurse I've never met before was pushing a um, x-ray cart through the main area. And I'd never seen this person before. I guess every now and then they have somebody from the outside come to like do some sort of work. Maybe the family pays for it or whatever. Yeah. And this nurse says to me, oh, I'm looking for this person. Do you know who she is? And immediately I said, yes, but are you aware of her situation? She She's not able to speak to you. Like. Yeah. Have you been briefed, like, that when you need to do your x-ray with her, like, she doesn't know you, so she's not going to, like, hop up and, like, help you out, Mm -hmm. like, to get this. I said, if anything, I'm going to have to be there to, like, coax her into helping you out. Like, it's just, it's a nightmare. Like, I don't know how, if you had not met me at this exact moment, I don't know what she would do. And he was like, well, can you just help me, maybe point her out to me? Which one is she? And I was like, well, she's over there. She's in the corner. And I said, she doesn't speak, though. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, on my way in, I talked to some of the residents who were sitting up front, and they told me she was retarded. Oh. I said, um, I'm sorry, but I don't think you're allowed to speak like that. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think you're allowed to talk like that. That's not the term. And also, like, what, what comfort level have I given you <laughs> to think that I would think fine. that that was funny? Like, yeah. these people are like family to me in many ways. So already we are one foot wrong. Mm-hmm. We're one foot wrong. And I, I, in the in the business of like saving life and time, I was like, I'm going to put this on simmer. 
and yeah. be professional. And I let him know. I'm like, we don't use that word. We don't use that word. Yeah. I use that word <laughs> outside of here. Privately. But I don't use it here. here. And like you here in your scrubs with your degree, whatever. I would think that that's something that they would caution you against saying, you know? HIPAA, you know, rules, laws. You know. I mean, they might, but probably not. Probably not. Probably so not. <clears throat> we go take this woman to her room for these x-rays that she has to have done. And an x-ray machine is not easy to, like, walk through the hallway. It no, is, like, not. an iron fucking lung. Like, yeah, it, it takes up space. It's scary looking. It is. It's terrifying looking. So... Thank goodness I was there because I was able to help this person get her to her room so that they could take the two photos that they had to take, these two x-rays. Now, before we take the x-rays, we had to situate her, which was difficult to do without communicating properly to her what we were actually doing. It must have been terrifying because I was like, stay, don't move. Like, allow, and then you had to put this thing underneath her to, like, prop Mm -hmm. her up, and you had to turn. Anyway, it it was a process. Yeah. And before he took the photo, he said, okay, I'm going to take the first photo, but definitely we both have to walk out in the hallway because of the x-rays. He goes, after all, you don't want to be around x-rays. You might want to have kids someday. Now, we are already one foot wrong. And now you're being familiar with me, like talking about my... He's a level jumper here, right? So... um. I said to him, why would I want kids? I've got 70 grandparents. Yeah. So he kind of a little bit giggled at this. We go out in the hallway. We take the first photo. We come back. We move her for the second photo. Ironically, it's going well. Like, she's responding. She's mm-hmm. turning. She's staying. I guess she's had it done before, so she's Probably. lightly familiar with it. We go out in the hallway for the second time, and he says to me, you see, you say that now, but it's the greatest thing that could ever happen to you. After all, right now, my wife's pregnant, and I can't wait to be a dad. It's like the greatest feeling in the world. And as you remember, I was still on Simmer. Yes. And I said, well, I hope when you and your wife have that child, you let them know not to ever use the word retarded in a conversation. (laughs) And he said, we're we're still on this? And I said, we were never away from it. We're never off of it. We're never away from it. Like... What indication have I given you that we're buds? Yeah. We're cool, man. You're, we're, you're, jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle. You're our best friends, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're not. So we got our friend through these two photos of x-rays. And um, the reason the story, of course, is called That's Not What Your Mom Said is because that's, of course, a reference to his wife. And I hope that that is not something that their mom says in the future. I hope not. That's all I can really say. I, I would hope that we've moved past that as a word that you just throw out. Now, I'm a, as you know, I'm a terrible person. I'm, I've said horrible things. Yeah. I've meant them. I said them in the <laughs> beginning of this podcast. But, like, I, it's one thing to, like, fight somebody who really is dumb and deserves it mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who can't fight back. Yeah, uh, I think that's really where the majesty lies is when, you know, there's people who deserve it and they deserve to die. (laughs) There's people that deserve your wrath, your ire. Um, But I think being able to be there for somebody that's not able to communicate or not able to be fully present is 
a profound thing and to take advantage of that by just saying whatever you want because there's a chance that maybe they won't understand it uh, is really evil. Yeah. Like there's just a really evil thing about that. It was a new that, level of evil that I had not like, experienced. Yeah. This person can't communicate. So I'm going to you take advantage of that mm-hmm. and I'm going to say whatever I want. That That's... Like they're already ob- objectified. These people yeah. are already objectified. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, that's just like a very uh, difficult thing to deal with. That... And I'm callous all day anyway. Yeah. But it's one thing when it's brought to your attention by some, like an outsider. Yeah. It's okay for me to like <laughs> hate on these people, but you're not going to. Well, it's kind of like having siblings almost because like. I work in psychiatry, which you know, and I work in a general hospital. So I hear other people talk shit about my patients all the time. And it makes me incredibly angry. Now, amongst other colleagues, I will say things that I would never say within earshot of a patient or a family or anything like that. But hearing it from somebody else is a different thing. The same thing that like you can make fun of your siblings. They can say whatever they want to you. Other people can't say that. No. Um, there's a certain amount of like trust and like a bond that's formed, that's earned when you work with those people that having an interloper come in and talk about them makes you really defensive and makes you want to protect them a little bit from that, which I think is a good thing. You're such a sweetheart. <laughs> Every once in a while. Well, it comes we'll out. To, don't tell people. Don't tell anyone. We might ask you for an egg or something. I don't want people to know I, I can't give up any more body parts. <laughs> and I'm tapped out. I'm 40. So <laughs> I'm good. Well, thank you so much for doing this again. It's no problem. Your your second episode. Second. Your sequel. Second. Your sequel. Can I be the first to make it to three? Oh. <laughs> Asking for a lot. I feel like I've earned it. We've been friends for 20 years. You're talking about matching tattoos, you got to give me a little something. Well, thank you so much for doing this. No problem. I love you dearly. I love you too. And I shall see you possibly next season. Of course. After the summer. After the summer. After the summer. Okay. Say goodnight. Goodnight. Bye. Bye. You just listened to The Worst Thing You've Ever Done, a podcast where I explore the worst stories of my friends and strangers, each week with a special guest. Concept and editing by me, Brennan Joel Bartlett. Music by Anthony Babalacqua. Vocals by Kevin Lynch. Available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Copy RSS, and other platforms. Some names have been changed to protect the not-so-innocent. Send your future emails to worstthingeverdone at gmail.com. Thank you, Andrew.